Are you considering all the options when your client has a home to sell? Brian's going to explain what every agent should be doing next. I am here with super agent, friend, teammate, Brian Blauk. He's laughing. I'm very serious about this because he did something over the past week that every agent will tell you right now is impossible to get done in the marketplace. He got a home sale contingency accepted, and it wasn't because of the situation. It wasn't because he got lucky. It's because he had a plan, and he executed on it and knew everything. So why don't you brief everyone on the situation and walk them through the two or three things that you should be looking for as an agent if your client's in that situation. Sure. Yeah, you know, Tom, I think uh, as agents, we all realize how difficult getting a sale and settlement contingency yes. accepted. It's just, in today's market, it's it's very, very difficult. And I was working with a client uh, that we were getting ready to list her home. Um, it hadn't hit the market yet, um, but we were coming up to, you know, within hours of her home being on the market. And she was stressed. I mean, she was almost thinking she was gonna pull that off to not even list it because we couldn't get a sale and settlement contingency accepted. Um, she kind of felt like she was being penalized, yeah, so to speak, yeah. because she's a homeowner and she's got to sell her house to buy another one. So we put we put a couple offers in on some homes. The selling agents were pretty clear that it's going to be hard for us to accept this with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we spent a little bit of time talking about it. You know, I was racking my brain kind of looking at these contracts trying to figure out you know what's the magic potion to get this accepted because it it literally is our only option Mm -hmm. um so looking a little bit deeper into the 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 different types of sale and settlement contingencies that are out there um there is one that has a kickout clause and i'm not exactly sure a lot of agents are aware of that they probably don't They, Uh, they probably don't know yeah and and honestly the agent that i was working with in negotiating had no idea what it mm-hmm. was, and I needed to explain that to them uh, as well. So think of it this way. Um, you got to get the home under contract, right? And that's what that yes. sale and settlement contingency does. With with the kickout clause, what it allows you to do is to get the home under contract, right? Step one, which is what you want to do. Um, but it allows the seller to uh, still show the home, but they have to show us a competitive offer if they get one. So an offer that they're willing to accept, they have to run it past us first. So we now have that security, that first right of refusal, so to speak, um, to be able to match that offer and continue to allow this this to continue to move forward. But what I don't think most agents understand is when they're actively still showing the home, the status in the MLS is active under contract. Now, do you show those homes to your clients that are active under contract? What I would do is different than what the average agent does. I'd actually read the MLS comments. And if you want to ever hide some information from an agent, just put it in the MLS comments because they're not going to read it. But your point is most agents don't. They see the status, they immediately check out. And that's a great observation. And and when when you were strategizing about this, this was a big part of the strategy, which I love because we're thinking – two, three, four steps ahead, because we care about the buyer, not the seller here. Correct. And, and even my client was nervous about sure. it. Sure. Because in her mind, ha- they have the ability to still show the property, and it's going to get swept out from underneath mm-hmm. her. And that's what her fear was. Um, so I needed to calm that a little bit and, and educate her on, ah, this, w- this is a win. We're under contract. That's step one. Um, and get her to understand that 
most agents will not even bother looking at that home. 100%. And even, even a buyer that's out there searching homes, they don't search homes active under contract. They see the word under contract, they swipe and go to the next home. So that, we're kind of under the radar, so to speak, with that. And then if for some reason somebody were to show it, we, we get that offer. We'd be able to see it. And, and at that point, we can continue to move the process forward with either, you know, offering, matching it or mm-hmm. beating it. Um, but in this whole process, as we're getting her home under contract, I'm communicating with the other side to say, hey, home's on the market. Hey, I've gotten three offers. You know, we're going to lock this one in in the next couple of days just to continue to reinforce that, you know, we're here, we're the buyer, we want that house, yep. and we're going to continue to get it. Well, and there's a couple key points within there that I just want to stress. One, communication with the other agent. This is a big mistake a lot of people make. They don't communicate with the other side enough. And when you don't hear something, my reaction is, what's going on? What's wrong here? That's all normal. So he's not only communicating, he knows the agreement of sale and uses it to his advantage and is thinking one or two steps ahead of the other side. So those are really good takeaways. So there's two other things I want to hit on here that are, are, are critical here for everyone watching. One, how you identified the property that might be a good candidate for this. And two, how you kept your client moving with the time frame. Because we know that if someone's like, hey, my home will be on the market in 30 days, that's not going to be too appealing to the seller. And that's not what happened here. Yeah, and it's not. And I needed to make sure my client understood that, you know, she was ready to not list her house, right? That was, she was that close. And I needed to get her to understand that you need to continue to move forward in order to get another house under contract. So um, you have to list it. It gives us a better chance of getting anything accepted on a sale and settlement Mm -hmm. contingency. And if we can show somebody we have it under contract, that's even better. So you have to continue the the momentum of getting that home sold and under contract. So um, that that was actually important. But this particular home, now she, she likes new construction. The home that she's in, she built that. 2017 so she likes newer homes but we just could not identify a new construction home that uh, she wanted to move into but this one came on the market it was new construction Um, it's it was perfect it was going to be ready right around the time that we would settle on her house Mm -hmm. if we got it under contract Um, but there was no competition it was it was on the market for 30 days Um, we were dealing with a builder Um, I made a a point to let the other side understand that your the amount of buyers that you're going to have for this house is going to be limited Mm -hmm. based off of the dollar amount so I have a solid buyer she wants that house you really need to get a work with us and get this one under contract and and that made a big difference so we had no competition mm-hmm. we didn't have to go over asking price we needed to do it at at the whatever the the list price was for the home and we got it at that so it was it was a win for her and it, and it was perfect because that's what she wanted she wanted new construction so what what he did here i mean this is so critical he found the right property and and some of the stats you want to be aware of Homes are selling on average in the suburban counties right now between 101 and 102 percent of the asking price. So we got it below that, number one. 30 days on the market's critical because that's where the average is coming in right now. It's a little less than that. So we're seeing homes that are lingering, which are more likely to accept this kind of offer because the home that's on the market a day with five other people interested, you're out immediately with this type of term. So that's a great job there. And then secondly, keeping the process going and saying, hey, the home's going to be on the market this Friday. It's not, hey, we need two weeks. We need three weeks. And the timing really lined up here. And that, that you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And that might have played a little bit into this. But he knew everything to do. And that allowed his client 
to get a win. Yeah, and I needed to reinforce to the other side that, you know, this is a home that's going to sell. I gave them all the information, made sure we, we showed the pictures of the home that was up on the MLS. I gave her all the comps that I used to, to price it. So she knew it was, a, it was a fair price and it would definitely go for that. And I just wanted to make a point to say, hey, you know, home just hit the market. Uh, hey, we've got five showings on Friday already. I've got two lined up for Saturday. And as offers started coming in, I made sure that they understood, hey, offers are coming in. And just to keep them engaged, to say that we're not giving up on this, we're mm -hmm. going to make this this happen. So it, it really was, it was a, it was a, a, a jam-packed weekend, to say the least. I mean, it was, it was a great weekend for him because, I mean, this, this is a big deal. I mean, this is a huge win in the market. And most importantly, it's a win for your client and took the stress out of it for her. So... You know, we got a lot to unpack here. Communicate with the other agent. Know the contract. Keep the process moving. Make sure you're identifying the right properties. Anything else you want to add here? Um, you know, it, it, you just have to, you have to make sure that the client trusts you, that it's going to work out. And I think that that's just reinforcing that with the client all the way through the process. You know, the fact that I have to tell her, okay, your home's under contract, but it's they're going to still have the ability to show yep. that is not what they want to hear, but you also do need to explain to them what that means and the advantages that we have. And, and, you know, just asking for them to trust, trust your judgment and that you're going to get them there. It's one step at a time. One thing you just said there, and we're going to end on this, Brian did what a great agent does, not a good agent. Good agents tell people what they think they want to hear. So they'll work with them. Great agents tell people what they need to hear so they can get the house. And that's exactly what you did here with really challenging terms. We're going to put Brian's info up here if you want to reach out to him direct. This is an amazing feat. And more important, he's following the process, being super coachable, and putting the work in. And he's kicking ass. Brian, thanks for coming on, brother. We'll be back next week.